everyone and welcome to Let Me Finish. My name is Daniel and I am joined, as always, by... Kevin. Kevin. And today we got a little bit of a... We got a gamer episode going on because we're going to talk a little bit about Fallout and Outer Worlds, Warzone versus Firestorm. We're also going to go over uh, a little bit of uh, heat that Kevin's been taking on Twitter. <laughs> That's not what. Okay, yeah, sure. All right. <laughs> I'm saving money for an illegal haircut. <laughs> it's about $500. I saw an ad on Craigslist. <laughs> for a haircut. Illegal haircuts. It's the it's the black market or the the dirty black blonde market. <laughs> I'm practicing my stand-up now. <laughs> no, but actually, I did sign up to take um, an antibody test. This is for real. I'm going to take one of those tests. Um, oh, okay, for COVID? Yeah, that tell if you uh, you already had it um, and might be immune. Um, apparently, if you had it, you might not be immune, but you might be immune um, if you already had it. And so maybe <laughs> you get what I we'll said see. there. You might not yeah. be, but you also might be. I guess those are the same thing. So, but, <laughs> but I'm doing the test next week Wednesday. So after next week Wednesday, cool. I'll know. Um, and if 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 I'm immune, then I'll write a letter to uh, Jay Inslee and say we're good now. It's all good. You can it's all, all good. I, I already Whatever got happens. it. So I'm fine. The whole state can reopen now, so because apparently I'm selfish. Um, so I got in a big fight on Twitter with like a couple hundred people. <laughs> um, not a big deal, I guess. So, so I was going to bed on um, I think Saturday night, and um, and we were supposed to record on Sunday, but we missed it. But I did not. Yeah. So I went to bed on Saturday night, and I was like, oh, I better go to bed. I'm pretty tired. I got to record in the morning. Um, and then I looked at Twitter because I spend way too much time on Twitter now. And there was this, there's this tweet that was in my timeline. And uh, some random person that I don't interact with that I follow, I guess, retweeted some other person who was like, oh, uh, they were talking about um, uh, they were talking about being like, a, I think, a U.S. citizen or something. Um, in Korea, South Korea, and they mm. were talking about, oh, all the quarantine measures over there. So a couple things about South Korea is that they had very low death tolls so far, um, but they're, that's because they have a, a very uh, broad and, um, I don't know what to say, like an invasive surveillance program that allows them pretty much to get whatever data they want from anyone and they also have a um, a very harsh quarantine program that they could basically just put you in a, like a motel where you don't have access to anything and <laughs> can't see anyone for a long time. And the, yeah. the thread that I was reading, they said that uh, people visiting the country, because I think they were just visiting, uh, they had to wear like ankle bracelets and stuff. So I was like, I don't know. That's a little fucked up. And yeah. I voiced that opinion and then I went to bed because I just thought when I was uh, when I was replying, I said something not very great phrasing. My phrasing made me sound a little bit like uh, 
like I'm uh, one of these, you know, some of these people who are uh, like a little overboard here with their, <laughs> with their pro, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, with the protests about reopening and stuff. Yeah, I sounded a little bit like one of these, like. Or like those, those like conspiracy, I don't know, there's, or like, God, I keep getting all these emails from like all these goddamn politicians Mormons. who I never gave my freaking email to and they're all like oh are, we need to reopen and blah 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 and this stuff and stuff and i'm just like i didn't fucking subscribe to email updates from you fuck off welcome to san diego okay <laughs> <laughs> sorry anyway. no okay that's that's pretty much what it was so i sounded a little bit like one of those people because i said i was reading the thread and also i didn't realize that the person was talking about uh, immigration because they didn't make it very clear they just said that this is just shit that goes on in south korea i think somewhere in the thread they must have said oh this is just for immigrants or something because everyone apparently started trying to make that point which i didn't really care um <laughs> but i said yeah. uh, i said something like i think i got a better deal having my freedom and then a whole bunch of like people <laughs> a lot of people liked the tweet like more people liked it than uh commented so i didn't get ratioed or anything but um, I looked at the people who liked it. It's all like people with like American flags on their, as their profile picture, which is not a bad thing, of course. But you know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> like we all know where this is going. Yeah, I love those people, but at the same time, like I feel like they're sort of. Um, I think that some people sort of took my comment as like, uh, um, let's all go back to you know. I hop for breakfast says <laughs> you know crisis averted and that's not really what I'm saying I was just saying that I think that um, and I said this like 5,000 times because 200 people commented and all of them were pretty arrogant and stupid but um, yes and me being you know very eloquent I decided to just pour gasoline so every time someone replied, on Sunday, I was I was doing the laundry. I was waiting at the laundromat because you can't go inside. You just drop it off. You put it in the machines, and then you have to go wait in your car. So I was waiting in my car, and then I was like, well, I got all these people replying to my tweets, so I'm just going to antagonize all of them. So every time someone replied with, like, some snarky <laughs> comment, um, I just replied with the more snarky comment. So, <laughs> And I did pretty well. I pretty much turned all of them into a bunch of little bitches um because they were but but so okay uh I, just to make myself clear the last word um i wasn't saying that uh lockdown is a government conspiracy or something like that i would just say that um you know if south korea wants to put ankle bracelets on people to stop coronavirus okay i'm glad it works there but um i think we're better off being somewhere in in between uh, authoritarian and draconian sort of control of people, and you know, I'm sure if we put ankle bracelets on everyone, we wouldn't have anyone dying of coronavirus if we could just geofence you into your house and send a SWAT team yeah. to drag you inside. That, that would be well, effective. I'm sure that I'm sure that you know South Korea dealt with its uh or sorry north korea dealt with its (laughs) covid cases very effectively just making anyone that tested positive disappear for sure for sure like 
I mean, I don't know. I just think that there's a line here that people aren't understanding or it's like, you know, yeah. yes. Is it effective? Yes. Yes. Like, and I'm not saying North Korea. Are there lines okay. drawn here? Yes. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. The, all I was saying is that there's some nuance. We can't just say, uh, oh, there's, uh, there's one case of coronavirus more in this country, so their policy is worse. It's like, yeah. The, the whole thing that people don't get, especially these people who are super, like, you could be super against lockdown. And we kind of made fun of those people earlier. You could be yeah. super for lockdown. And those people need to be made fun of a lot more, in my opinion. E- because I feel like it. that's that's the problem. Is There has to be a, <laughs> you can underreact and you can have a bad um, response to coronavirus. Some places in America do. Uh, probably underreacted. New York probably underreacted, honestly, because they've yeah. done terrible. But, um, yeah. you know, other places like Washington <laughs> hasn't really been that bad. You could always say it could be better. We could have reacted more. But you could also say we could have overreacted. And, you know, like you were just saying, like we could have gone DPRK over here. everyone disappear. <laughs> and had like five deaths instead of like 5,000 or whatever. And yeah. that would have been... You know, you could, so that's what I'm saying. You could say it's successful if you want to go far. And then this is the argument that I always make to people. And then another argument I would make is say, like, um, oh, if we do all these things, like, um, you know, ankle bracelets for people entering the state or, um, or the country. And I'd say, like, why don't we just do that for flu season, too? And people are like, oh, you can't do that for flu season. Because people get really annoyed if you say flu when you're talking about coronavirus. <laughs> okay. They're not yeah. the same thing. Coronavirus is much worse. We accept yes. that. However, don't you care about the 30,000 people who die from the flu? Like, you're not going to do well, surveillance and yeah, ankle well, bracelets for those people? Those people don't matter? Yeah. What's the deal there? I'm just saying you can go really far with controlling and being authoritarian. Um, but the problem is every single time there's a small issue... Are you going to deploy the same measures? Yeah. Like, maybe, but, like, why? What's the threshold? Like, how big does the pandemic need to be for you to be like, okay, now everyone's going to get an ankle bracelet in the mail. (laughs) You know, look under your seat. (laughs) And also you're chained to your seat or whatever. So, like, it's like, it's like, what, there there needs to be, like, an appropriate response is what I'm saying. And I wasn't saying that, uh, you know, shame on South Korea or anything. I'm sure whatever, for some reason, that's fine. Whatever they did work for them, that's cool. And I'm sure we could have did different things that were better. But also there's trade-offs and, um, you know, you aren't just giving up that, you know, amount of privacy this one time. This is just something that will always be there. And then you do have to argue to me if you're going to say we need to have this larger system of surveillance and um, quarantine without consent uh, in our country. Why don't you just use that on the flu? Like you really have to argue that point on and you say, well, but the flu is not as deadly. Okay, but it's deadly, so why not? That's your whole logic. Yeah. People are dying from this. Well, and I mean, the big reason why the flu isn't you know, as deadly is because of the vaccines we have for mm-hmm. it. You know, because it's yeah. like they're, they're very similar, like, you know what I mean? As far as like they're in the same group of viruses. Sure. Like the common, whatever, the common cold and the flu and coronavirus. It's just that we don't have a vaccine yet for the coronavirus. Right. Well, but so my argument is nuanced. It's just that you know you have a threat, 
you have an appropriate response. You shouldn't go over, you shouldn't go under, you should be in the middle, and maybe you're not on the good side of the middle. I'd buy that, and I, I say that to plenty of people who reply. Yeah. But um, at the same time, um, it's foolish for people who go way too far the other way. Just like we can make fun all day of people who like just do obnoxious shit. But at the same time, gotta make fun of other people who just take it way too far. Like someone who like the people who reply to me. Pretty much, they were like, "This person doesn't agree with my opinion," and then they'll just say all kinds of awful, very mean kind of things, and I yeah. just can't believe. So that's something that I think they're is just, they're no better than the other people. You know? that, that's the thing. So if I said like, oh, "I think I got a better deal having my freedom here," than um, having all of this kind of you know authoritarian measures in South Korea or whatever, and then someone replies like, "Oh, you should write that on your headstone," I'm like. I don't know, man. It kind of just seems like you have an issue. Like that just yeah. seems like you have a personal issue. I don't think you really care about coronavirus. It seemed like you're just there's a political issue, or you're making it a political issue, and then you're looking at someone who disagrees, and then you're just using this disagreement as an excuse to just be a shitty person. And I feel like that's some bullshit that people should also figure out because that kind of runs on the extreme sides of um, you know debates there's always like these people who yeah. are like someone disagrees about something i'm gonna use this as a moral high ground and there's all this goes back to the australia fires that's why that's why i'm bringing it up because that's what i thought about when people replied to me i was like these are the australia fire people these are the people who yeah. are like if you said something that wasn't about australia fire they'd say you just put that on your headstone and then you gotta talk about this or whatever like that's these yeah. people like they don't care at all about the issue they wait for someone to disagree with them and then they just zoom in and just start saying stuff. And I reply to those people and say, like, okay, sure, you're, you're an internet tough guy. Like, what are you going to do? You're a bitch. Like, that's what I say to these people because they're bitches. They just <laughs> hang out and then try to say internet tough guy bullshit. But really just a bunch of pussies, you know. All they're doing is just clinging on to this issue. calling them out right now? I'm calling them out. They're a bunch of pussies. Hey, if you were, if you were one of the people that replied to Kevin's tweet, Meet. We'll, we'll meet at the bus stop at the end of after school today. We'll fight it out. Yes, for sure. Yeah, I can say that if I'm pro Second Amendment. There's nothing really <laughs> scary if you're pro Second Amendment. <laughs> nothing is scary. You can have any opinion you want. That's why it's there. That's my opinion. Pro Second Amendment is there because you can say anything you want, and then you don't have to. You know, we'll be cowboys, right? You do the draw or whatever. That's how you decide yeah. stuff. If you really ten want. paces. Yeah, ten paces, whatever. But no, no. But, but really, though, I mean, all I'm saying, there's people who hang on to these issues with no real opinion for themselves because uh, they're idiots. And then they just use this sort of moral high ground to try to be shitty. And they're probably addicted to opiates. So anyways... <laughs> <laughs> that was my that was my experience on twitter was so and i still get these um even today i keep checking twitter and i just have notifications from people liking because it went into like a mega tweet because it was like it wasn't like it was like a big thing it was just that there was like 200 replies and then people replied to those replies and then i ended up getting a bunch of the people who are on like kind of the far right and they started just just piling on the other people 
and I didn't condone some of that stuff. Like some of them were being pretty graphic, and I was like, "Well, I mean," and then I'll have these threads that I'm still getting notifications for from just these people going back and forth, and both of them are just awful, and they both disagree, and I'm like, "You guys, you guys need to do the ten paces, and hopefully you both hit because I don't think either of you, you just get rid of the both of you. Yeah, hopefully you just knock you both out because I mean. So that's that's kind of where I'm at. That was my uh, the moral of the story is I need to <laughs> I need to chill with Twitter for a little while because uh, I could see how people took it the wrong way. I wasn't very eloquent when I said you know, I think I got a better deal with my freedom. Kind of sounds like I'm trying to make a like a smug comment or something, but um, yeah, I definitely understand why that sounded. They really did. They no, they really did just like pile on you there though. They, they were just like, pile. <laughs> it's that like it's that it's. That those it's those Twitter people. It's like that one group of Twitter people yes. that they just kind of like they go through trending and stuff, and they find something, yeah, and they find a tweet, and then they go through the replies trying to find There's, something to get angry at. Okay, and then they get angry. You know, like that's a real thing. Yes. People do that. There are some weirdos. They look and they're just like, ah. it's like they're beating off to this. There's some weirdos who like when I was talking to them or whatever. Because so I'm a I'm an asshole. So I I would just be so at first i looked at a bunch of replies and they were like if it was like a rude reply i would just go like 10 times farther one person started messaging me that was the first thing i noticed someone sent me a message and uh um, yeah they called me a moron or something so i just replied and said suck my dick <laughs> and then i reported them for something i don't even remember like i reported them for being like um uh I don't know. You can report people for like name calling or something. So I did, but that was after I told them to suck my dick. <laughs> so I mean, I hope I get banned too, because then I can take a break. But uh, just everyone takes one. Yeah, I'll just reply back, and then you know <laughs> we're both <laughs> name calling. There's a there's a whole section for that now. So um, anyway, so just just bullshit like that. I mean, so I made things worse because I just just drilled into a whole bunch of these people, and most of them I feel like I kind of kick their asses because they eventually they just couldn't come back and i was like well, that's how i won because <laughs> eventually they just couldn't say anything but then a bunch of other people like with who had a little bit of a response i would actually talk to them and i'd say about a third of the people i kind of met somewhere in the middle a little bit and then yeah. one third was just people saying like uh vehement garbage which i just dialed them up a lot by like I just poured gasoline all over them. Um, I just turf bombed some of those people, man. It was crazy. It was kind of fun. I was bored. I was at the laundry, and then there's a third of people which I just never replied to because I didn't even see it. And um, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, get off Twitter. Uh, yeah, there's some weirdos though in there. That's what I was gonna say. There's weirdos who like I would be responding to someone in some thread, and then someone else would respond and say, "But in this thread." This person said this. What did you think about that? And I was like, you're like going through all the threads? <laughs> like, Just going, yeah. It's weird, dude. They get like really into it. Yeah. That's really crazy. Those people I don't respond to. If you read all the threads, I mean, you're just here for like entertainment, you know? Yeah. So that was my uh, weekend. How was your weekend? It's good, man. I, um... Uh... I just kind of hung out. I, uh, yeah, I did homework. I studied. Yeah. Yep. Are they opening <laughs> anything up down there? Uh, they've opened like, um, like the beaches, 
but it's that rule where it's like you know you got to like keep walking can't sit down or anything like that oh yeah uh but yeah i don't think they really haven't been opening any more like businesses or anything uh for the most part everything's still kind of closed right okay yeah because yeah it was i think it's i think in a couple days i think that they're shooting for like in a couple days originally it was may 1st but they kind of like they issued a statement they're like well on may 1st they're like we're not gonna open up yet we're gonna so, wait, but they just kind of said in the coming days. So I don't really know what exactly they were shooting for. A lot of stuff has been reopening. So have you followed that at all? Some states are like wide open. Um, apparently, it, <laughs> there's possibility strip clubs will be open in Atlanta <laughs> by nice by June. <laughs> so hell yeah, that'll probably. That'll probably flatten the, the curve. I mean, <laughs> it's Atlanta, people. I mean, yeah. No, I don't know. So California started reopening a little bit. Yeah. Oh, did you see? There was like a big. Oh, There's like a big thing where like, apparently some like churches uh, were trying to bring like a case against the California state government for not deeming them essential businesses. Oh, I heard something like that. Yeah. It was weird, dude. They were like all bad. They were like, I don't know. I guess, I think that as far, I think he pretty much, I think the government pretty much said, okay, yeah, whatever. Sure. You guys can be an essential business. I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This essential business thing though, I feel like is freaking out. Okay. I don't understand the essential business thing. I feel like that's kind of a, a value judgment. I saw this sign. As I was driving, there was like a, there was like one of those chalk signs that businesses put out, and so there was a chalk sign. Some business, I don't know which business it was. I think it was like a, it might have been like a PO box place or something, uh, or yeah, I think it was. And so they had a sign out, and it said like, "Oh, it feels good to be an essential business." I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> like, why are you putting that on people a sign?" Weird. Yeah, people are all weird about that. Stuff. I'm gonna come know. shop here because you think you're essential. There was like someone that, so someone on my Instagram when this all kind of started, they like, yeah, they posted like a, I don't know, whatever, like a letter or whatever that they got from their uh, job that they said like, oh, this, this employee has been deemed like an essential employee to an essential business or whatever, because they work like a nursing home or whatever. But they posted a picture of it on like their Instagram story, like trying to brag. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) like like i don't care that you're a central worker that doesn't how is that like yeah. bragging rights what does people that even are, mean people are getting those letters here too but the funny thing is like no one gets stopped like you don't get stopped at all you could drive yeah, seattle to spokane no one will stop you um, yeah but they're just like a thing it's so weird and then like the other thing about essential businesses that i don't understand that i feel like i feel like that must just be like a like like just a statement because there's like a cafe in my neighborhood they just never close and then like yeah but you they, they're like you got to take out obviously but they never closed and it's been pretty much business as usual like you just go in your order and you just take yeah out. man i mean it's things like i mean i don't think that the the essential business part of it is just kind of like it's not really truly essential. I mean, Starbucks is open down the street. Yeah, like, exactly. Starbucks is not an essential. You know what's business. crazy? Starbucks yeah. closed all their places here for like a long time, and they opened up like last week. Some of their places so you just order online, um, 
but even for like the month that Starbucks like was closed here in Seattle, there was like a Starbucks in a QFC. You know, one of those like uh, like kiosk kind of deals. Yeah. So there's one of these kiosk Starbucks. They just they were just open the whole time. They're just open. I was like, so the Starbucks on the corners closed, where all the you know homeboys hang out there and like read the paper and shower in the bathroom and stuff. And people like there's like a shopping shopping cart parking lot at our Starbucks here, and then like there's there's the Starbucks kiosk in the the QFC, and that one's just open. It's like okay, like yeah, I don't really get this logic here. The whole essential business thing is just weird. And it I could, doesn't really have any. You could, you have to order online at the Starbucks on the corner, um. And but the one in the QFC, the person's just there. You just you just walk up and you order. It's just it's just normal. And they're like, "Do you want just cream regular. in it?" And like, oh, yeah. And they're like, "Oh, the cream's over there." Okay, <laughs> like, thank you. Okay, there was one in uh, in a in a Ralph's that I went to, and uh, yeah, they were pretty much the same thing. They just had like tape for like the six feet thing, and that was all. But it was like, but yeah, you still went right up to the counter. Yeah, <laughs> you just had to wait in line six feet from the person in front of yeah. you. Yeah, and yeah, it was just regular, just regular stuff. I'm like, okay. I feel like the worst part for me for coronavirus has not been, uh, well, thankfully it hasn't been like the illness, but it also hasn't even been the restrictions. It's more just been people's reactions to other people following or not following the restrictions that's been the worst part for me like there's people like so they did lanes in the grocery store where they're like uh, go up this aisle go down this aisle and they alternate it so you're supposed to go like up one aisle and come the opposite direction like every aisle is a one way that's what they're trying to do at like some of the grocery stores here and like half the people follow it and half the people don't follow it kind of makes it pointless <laughs> but yeah but the worst part for me for this ordeal so far has just been like like the half of the people like you'll see a guy like coming down the up aisle and then other people in the aisle all like looking at him like giving him dirty looks and stuff and then and it's just like i don't know guys like either don't do it or do it, but don't just halfway do it and then be pissed off with each other. It's just, that's the thing I don't yeah. like. I don't, there's also one guy at our store around here. He just hangs out in the aisles. He's like one of the, you know, there's a lot of like street people who live uh, near here, like in a park. Um, street people. <laughs> there's a lot of street people. <laughs> I mean, there's like shelters and stuff where some of the people actually, they might actually live around here. Uh, but they just hang out on the street because I definitely uh, saw yeah. a few of them at like a house one time. But they also just hang out in the park. Um, but like, there's like hella people who like hang out at this park, and then um, especially now. But also, like, so one of them, uh, he just hangs out in the store near the park, and he just has this aisle where he kind of made like a desk out of some boxes. You know, how they leave like. <laughs> This is Seattle, man. Okay, this is like hardcore Seattle. Um, this is that shit in Seattle that I like, though. So, like, he makes, like, a desk out of these boxes, pretty much, and he reads the paper 
in the aisle and it's one of those refrigerated aisles so it's colder because it's sometimes oh, nice. hot or whatever so he goes Smart. in the refrigerated aisle he sits at his uh cardboard desk it's like <laughs> it's like ipas that are like stacked up or something and like <laughs> he reads his paper and he stays there for like most of the day i think um so like a bunch of people were complaining about it and saying like there's this guy standing in the aisle and when I go up the aisle, because it's the up aisle, not the down aisle, and he's standing there, and I don't like it because he's facing the opposite way, and then I could get the disease, and he's older, and blah, blah, blah. Like, I I think he just decided if he gets it, he doesn't care. So, I mean... Yeah, I don't think that this dude cares at all. You're not going to make him care. Why clearly. don't you just not touch him so you don't get anything, <laughs> and then just do your business? Like, why are you so bothered? That- I think the up and up and down aisle thing. I don't, that's that was doomed to fail. People aren't going to yeah, follow it's that. It's not that you people know, you're, won't you're follow get, it. You're going to get the everyone will. Not follow everyone it. will. Yeah, exactly. Not everyone will follow it. It's like how. Oh man, what was it? Even I think at like my dad was at Costco one time getting gas, and so there's in the gas station there. They in, at that one they had arrows pointing at oh, which way yeah, you're supposed yeah. to go through or whatever. And some dude just he just popped in, started getting gas whatever, and some start, lady started like freaking out on him cuz he went the wrong way on the arrows. Right. And it's not like he cut anyone or anything. He just went in. It was like there were tons of Half spots. empty, yeah. But she just freaked out on him and I'm like relax. You have it's to okay. follow the arrows. Yeah. Like chill. And it's so it's like I I think that the, the up aisle and the down aisle it's just doomed to fail because you're going to have those two kinds of people. You're going to have the people that don't care and they just go against it anyway. And you're going to have the people who care too much about it and they freak out about it, you know? And I think like I don't know. The way that they're doing it around here is they just have the stuff taped off. So it's just like hey, 6 feet at like the registers and stuff. And then they just limit the amount of people that go in. But it's like, and they, they say, you know, hey, try and keep six feet or whatever. But I don't know. I, sometimes people will or they won't. And it's not really just not much you can do about it. Yeah, you know? I, I'm like the normal person. I think that most people are like me because I've been observing. Yeah. Most people are like me because I follow the one way thing sometimes. But if I'm like walking like through the back of the store, and I see the refrigerated section and the, the frozen vegetables are like, I don't know, maybe like, a, well, let's say like maybe like six to eight feet into the aisle. But it's on the side that I'm on. And, and But it's the opposite direction aisle. It's like I'm not going to go down a different aisle and then go up this aisle and basically wow. make a huge circle minus a couple of feet just to go to. Just to get a, you know, frozen bag of peas. I feel like, first of all, like, okay, okay, we'll follow the rules or whatever that way. Aren't you going to pass, like, five times more people, though, if you make an entire loop to get there versus if you just take, like, five steps? And that's how it is sometimes where it's, like, there's people in the aisle. And if I go in a big circle, I'm going to go walk through some other aisle that's always packed because everyone's always in the fucking coffee aisle. And then I got to come around through the frozen aisle and I got to go to the back of the frozen aisle. There's people in there. It's like, what? what's the point i just i just walk into the end of the aisle and then it's almost like here's a better policy um just take the shorter route to get whatever you're getting yeah just try not to be in the store for longer than you need to yeah be. just go faster so you can go and, home yes and shorter and find the don't go through the things or whatever um uh, something like that i don't know 
And also, it doesn't mm. make sense because then there's sections like the produce or whatever, and there's no rules there. And there's people just walking, you know, wherever they want. And then you, it's like, this whole system's so dumb. But, I mean, I don't fault them for trying. <laughs> I just, I don't like that no. that aspect of people, like, glaring at each other as they're going off the jerky. Because you have some people yeah. who are fucking, like I've said at the beginning, people are fucking anal about the coronavirus. And they think so that if, ridiculous. They think that if they don't follow every single guideline, a billion people are going to die. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Personal responsibility is great. That's helping us get through things a lot. But you can't be like taking this to the point where you're like going insane on people for not following something minor like the direction of the aisle in the grocery yeah. store. You gotta get some, let something slide. That's too much. Type A, type B. Much. Some people are too type B. They're like, well, I'm gonna walk backwards to the aisles and I'm gonna fucking moonwalk because I don't care. Like, okay, that's too much type B kind of rebel <laughs> personality. But then there's also too much. Yeah. Uh, everything must be ordered and fo- uh, follow all these rules. And blah blah blah. And uh, that's my problem. Yeah, I'm in the middle. Oh, yeah, I... be in the middle, man. Yes. That's good. I follow the rules when I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I follow the rules when it benefits me. <laughs> yes, but if you want me to walk in a large circle to get to the frozen peas, then you got another thing coming because. Oh. Just you wait. Just you wait. Just you wait. I, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, just take three steps in the aisle, get my peas, and go. And it's actually gonna be better than if I walked like 200 meters just to get the bag of peas. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess, I guess this stuff's a little bit petty for for this show. This material is <laughs> a little too petty. It is a little. No, it's okay though, man. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Okay. It's relevant. It's relevant. It's COVID relevant. Okay. Well, enough COVID. What's our what's our real thing? Enough COVID. We have the gamer so, episode. Well, actually, yeah. So this weekend, we played Warzone. Oh, yeah. right? Warzone. It was. It was like Saturday, right? Call of Duty Warfare Warzone. I don't know yes. how you say it. Warzone Warfare. Call of Duty. Call of Warfare. Warzone of Warfare. Is it just Call of Duty Warzone or is it part of Warfare? I think it's just Warzone, but it is technically a part of Warfare. Because you couldn't just like release another Call <laughs> of Duty game and then just release another Warfare. It would just be like Black Ops. Yeah, well, and it's Warfare like a, also is here. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a part of um, Warfare. It, it's kind of like the same way they did Fortnite, because Fortnite's like a full game, but then there's a free part of it that's Battle Royale. They did the same thing with Call of Duty. It's just, okay. There's, there's a there's a there's a game. It has the campaign. It has the multiplayer. Apparently, it has like a co-op thing. I don't know. It has a bunch of different stuff, and then it also has Warzone. Oh, okay. Like you can download Warzone no matter whether you have it or not. Right. Warzone's a free, free piece of play. the game, just like yes. Fortnite. I don't understand this yes. model, but it's just like Fortnite. Apparently, people it's just like Fortnite. I understand that either. People go crazy for it. People, the kids love it, man. Kids love kids love it fortnite they love the people who play fortnite like the entertainer people who play it and they like the Mm. i I like the animation and the themes and all the little events and stuff and i don't don't really know what the appeal for fortnite is but it's very targeted towards younger people you know i do have to say this about fortnite is that fortnite is a really it's like a really well polished game yeah 
Like, so it was especially one of the, it was one of the first uh, kind of well polished battle royales too because it was originally kind of just Fortnite and then PUBG. PUBG was just PUBG is literally just a mod of Arma and it's very clunky. It's always been very clunky. It's still very clunky. It's also completely chock full of hackers. Uh, and no one plays that game anymore unless you're a hacker. You only hackers wow. play that game. It's just just a giant just and they don't do anything about it. They don't have any kind of like good anti-cheat or anything. No. They just it's just a giant map full of hackers oh that my all God. hack against each other basically. And there's a couple of people scattered in here and there that haven't moved on from 2016. Oh my and, gosh, uh, that's just brutal. Yeah. So it's it's rough. It's rough. Well, I guess what I guess it was what 2018 that it came out or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, it's I don't know. It was really well polished when you know no other. You didn't have Apex and Warzone. Oh, I forgot about stuff. Apex. Apex just dropped Everyone out of my about Apex. consciousness. Most of the hype surrounding Apex was like, uh, it, well, I don't know, it wasn't like organic, you know, it was like they were basically, they were paying people, oh, like, yeah. like streamers, like millions of dollars a day right. to play it. Because it stream. looked so it got really, like, it got your ass. It looked like a Fortnite clone, but with a large animation budget. Basically. And there were, there were certainly like some new things they did. They had some small new features, but what's funny is that every time apex would come out with a new feature they would just like fortnite would just take it and they'd put it in their game and then anytime fortnite would come out with a new feature apex would take it and they yeah. put it in their game Man, and fortnite just did it better they just did it better Man, so much of the battle there's like a meta battle royale going on between battle royale games yeah it's really weird it's weird and then they just rip each other off and so one of the ripoffs that we also played so We've only together. We've only played uh, Battlefield Five, Firestorm, Firestorm, and Call of Duty Warfare Warzone. So these are our yes. two experiences, both of us uh, together, together, um, co-playing as those a group. Two. And I was telling yes. you, hey, Warzone is not very good compared to this war. No, Firestorm. Firestorm. Names are too similar. Firestorm is not very good compared to this Warzone game once we started playing Warzone. But why? Firestorm is not very good at all. Just period. To be honest. So what is Firestorm like? Explain this for me. So Firestorm... Well, I mean, Firestorm is basically just... It's basically the same (laughs) thing as any other battle royale. You know, you have a circle. It's just everything gets consumed in fire as the circle closes in. Right. You pick up guns. It's just based on World War II. And they had like, I don't know, I just don't think that... They just kind of put it in because when Battlefield 5 was coming out, it was just... I don't know. Battle royale was really popular. Mm. So they put it in. But what's interesting is that one, it actually didn't... It was a promised feature of the game. So before it released, they were like, yeah, it's going to have Battle Royale. But what's interesting is that, so Battlefield Five has just been a complete mess the whole time it's been out. Yeah. But uh, they actually didn't actually, it didn't release with Firestorm. It came late and it wasn't very polished. It just wasn't very good. It just, uh, there were a lot of things about it that were just kind of, eh. I don't know. It could have had like, it had the opportunity to do some really interesting things because 
it's Battlefield, you know? Like, right. it's, it's kind of, there's some things, like, it's something they could do there, but they didn't. It just didn't do well. They didn't, they just didn't take advantage of that Battlefield kind of stuff. So, and then the, it ended up just being a complete failure, basically. We, 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 um, we played Firestorm a few times. My, my, um, takeaway was that it was, um, it was kind of bad because, uh, the queue time when we played it, I don't know, it might've been out for a while, but, um, cause I was really late to Battlefield or whatever. Um, it but, happened. yeah. Uh, so when we played it, the queue time, like to get into a match was, it was, it was long. It was like, it was like, I feel like five to 10 minutes almost. Maybe sometimes it was like three minutes. But it felt like five minutes know. at least. I think it was pretty much consistently at least five. five to ten minutes. It really felt like five minutes a lot of the time. And so you'd be yeah. just five minutes. The The waiting uh, lobby was really boring. You're just in a really small hangar. Uh, I think that could have been more creative. And then uh, yeah. and then like I, I liked some of the controls, like picking up and dropping stuff. They kept it simple enough that it kind of worked. And uh, that's one of my complaints about Warzone. There's way too much equipment and stuff that just makes it really annoying. That's just a Call of Duty thing. Uh, you can kind of see it happening. Yeah. But like, yeah. so they had a nice... I liked how stripped down Battlefield Five Firestorm was. But at the same time, once we got into a match after waiting like five to ten minutes, and then you would just kind of parachute in and like his map was like big. And you know, you'd find like a couple crappy old World War II guns and then... I don't know. You'd wander around a little bit, just not much to do, and someone would snipe you from like half the map away or something. And then it's like, okay. yeah. Well, and I think that realistically, the big issue was definitely the the fact that it was World War Two. Like, it's just, yeah. There's not a lot you can do with that. It doesn't you know something that was really well fun about. The, yeah, something that was really fun that. about, say, PUBG was it was really fun because you'd go around. And not only would you find guns, but you'd find, like, attachments. So you'd find, like, sights. Yeah, exactly. Whatever, like, foregrips and stuff. So you could kind of upgrade your gun as you found stuff. There's just, I mean, it's just how World War II was. You just don't have much to put on your gun. True. Just, and, that's, and that's fine. But it just doesn't fit very well for a battle royale. It, it was simple. I liked how it was simple that you had, like, a simple kind of loadout. How you could pick stuff up and switch stuff. But it probably, yeah, there wasn't much for you to do besides, like, you pick up, like, a, you know, a carbine, and then there you go, and you walk around, that's it. Yeah. It, but it also it didn't, didn't do like... anything unique with the uh, with the genre. It yeah. was, like, a very, Just it was a very it basic, very basic if battle royale. If you had to make now, a battle royale, was... and you had a crunch for time, that's what you would come up with. <laughs> yeah, and there were, like, a few things. Like, you could pick up there was some way that you could do like you could like call in like an airstrike or something or not an airstrike but like a mortar strike or something but i don't remember i think you just kind of found it laying around somewhere where you just throw in some smoke or something and do it but it didn't have a ton of effect on the game it was pretty rare to find there were like some bunkers that you could get a vehicle out of so you could drive around in some kind of like an armored vehicle, which is kind of cool because it's kind of like, hey, that's kind of a big thing the Battlefield has going. But it's really hard to find again. And also the armored vehicles in the base game were super unbalanced. So they were even worse in <laughs> war in the Firestorm thing. 
And they never really bothered to actually try and balance the game or make it any better. They didn't right. bother to try to make Firestorm any better. They just kind of put it out, and then they left it. And it was pretty... I'd say the worst thing is that it was not much combat, it felt like. With a couple of times we played it, we'd wait in the lobby for a long time, and we got into a game. There wasn't, like, a bunch of combat and, like, things going on. It was more like you, you hit a squad, you fight them a little bit, and then... Uh, I don't know, one squad walks away. That's pretty much it. I don't know, there just wasn't like a lot going on, it felt like. It felt like you'd have like some little tiff and then, you know, either you'd survive and camp on a hill somewhere or, you know. Yeah. There's, it wasn't like, so playing Warzone, I guess going to Warzone now, it's, that's what's different. Warzone, you're like constantly feels like you're in these, you know, when we did the survival mode and we did the money mode, but even in the survival mode, it was like there was always people around and you could always yeah. kind of see stuff on the map and you could get into a lot of like one-on-ones yeah. and like two-on-ones and stuff. And like, and you know, I did like the gulag thing too, because the gulag thing, oh, the gulag so, thing. so in, in modern warfare, you can, so in most, most battle Royale games, if you die, that's it. Right. Um, Fortnite and apex, they brought in a system where you could basically get like a revive token off of the person's body and you could bring it to like a revive place and you could revive them, uh, which is cool. But then Warzone, they added in a thing. So basically, if you go, if you die, you go and you have to win a one on one to get back in the game. But even right. if you lose the one on one, you still basically, it just means, hey, you have to, the other person just, the, other, the rest of the people just have to survive for like, five or ten minutes or something without you yeah and then you'll be able to respawn on them so it really kind of keeps you in the action yeah without so so it doesn't feel so it doesn't feel like you're just waiting forever to just go in and then just die and then have to queue again and then yeah. die the you know queuing it's is like it kind of keeps you it keeps the the game flowing a little bit better which i like that's true They're, i feel like call of duty did way better with the squad mechanics which i think is sort of their specialty it's like the squads and stuff, small squads. Battlefield may be good at like big teams, but small squads I think just worked in the Call of Duty mechanics much better. And then yeah. they also did good with like the the keeping combat bursts going on, so you feel like you're always doing something. And then they put all those like objectives and stuff on the map, so you can go do little missions and things. That's a good yeah. idea too. And you're they, always doing something. Which they is, don't focus yeah, like, it too much on just thing. survival. It's like you can. You know, raise money to get your advantages and stuff. It feels like there's more going on that makes it more interesting, you know? Yeah. And then they also added in a, uh, just like a, <laughs> it's called like a plunder mode. Money or something. mode. Basically, We're crazy about money, money mode, mode. Which is, I think, funner maybe than even the. Uh, we legit will just camp on this TV battle, station. Yeah roof in the game we'll just camp out on a rooftop yeah. in money mode for like an hour <laughs> like it's yep. fun though because it's it's basically so so the difference about this mode is you know the, the the space the arena stays the same size and you have infinite respawns but basically every team is just trying to get money by either completing objectives or killing each other yeah or looting each other's money and then you can go bank your money so it stays safe it's yeah there's a lot going on there and yeah it, basically it's just a giant huge fight uh across and it's very open a ton of people it's even open so at the end they aren't even like okay this is how all the teams rank it's just kind of like here's how you ranked and i actually thought that was interesting i kind of like that yeah, format it's where it's cool. like 
you're just it's like a sandbox almost it's like you just go in you do whatever you want and then it tells you how good you did at the end yeah and basically just a giant playground which is yeah really cool. moving instead of it being like battle royale where it's like you got to be the last one to stay alive this one's more like just do whatever you want i kind of yeah. that's more my style because i i'm not very uh, uh i'm not very competitive i don't put enough time like. into an xbox I have it on Xbox, you have it on computer. I don't put enough time into yeah. like an Xbox game to actually be good at any of them. So I like just like goofing off and like sandbox stuff. Yeah, um, it's nice. But I think that that's kind of an interesting thing where it's nice to see Modern Warfare take it and do something unique with just it where they put have the Battle spin. Royale mode. Yeah. But then they also are like, hey, you know what else is cool? Just doing whatever the fuck you want. So here's just a giant sandbox. Here's a playground, you know, just go out there and shoot each other and get money. Yeah. It's just have fun, you know? I think um, it's really, it's just, it's just like, it's something that Firestorm didn't do. Firestorm really just mailed it in. Just mailed now, it I in. I think a lot of that was like the fact that they honestly, they didn't have very much um, development time on the game as a whole. And how the hell were they supposed to, if they didn't have enough time to make the main game, how were they supposed to make Firestorm good? Yeah. And then they didn't. And then through the game's lifespan, they're basically just trying to fix the base game. So they just, I understand why they didn't put much time into Firestorm, but it really just, they did just really mail it in. Yeah. They get that. And so like the other thing we were going to compare. So Firestorm is better, right? Is that, do we agree? Or not Firestorm. Yeah. Warzone. Yeah. War, Warzone. Warzone. Holy Warzone. shit. They're different words, Warzone. but they sound the same. <laughs> Somehow. Warzone wins. No, Warzone is really fun. I'm really glad that they actually came out with it. When I first heard that uh, Call of Duty Warfare, Modern Warfare was getting a Battle Royale, I was like, yeah, whatever. Don't care. Because it's just whatever. It's just, I was like, whatever. They're just hopping on trend. But they actually made it really good. Yeah. I'm actually really impressed with it. Me too. I think... So, okay, the other comparison we were going to do. Um, so I started playing Outer Worlds because I had a okay. lot of time. And I was like, I'm going to play a game. I didn't know Warzone was free. Uh, actually, I knew it was free, but it was like 100 billion gigabytes. So I was like, uh, whatever. Yes. So I got Warzone. Um, actually, the real reason, I should say this, I have Game Pass for Xbox. And I was playing Fallout 4 for a while. I started like when I first got the Xbox. And then um, Xbox One, which it, Fallout 4 has already been out for like years and years and years. So I'm like the last person yeah. to play it. I was playing it, and we had an <laughs> argument on an older episode where I was like, oh, yeah, it's great. It's like Skyrim with guns. And then you said the best game of the year for last year. You said it was like Outer Worlds or something. And we had that whole thing. But uh, so yeah. I brought it back up because I pulled up Fallout 4 the other day. And apparently the thing with Game Pass is games can go in Game Pass and games can go out of Game Pass. And so apparently Fallout yeah. 4 went out of Game Pass, and I can't Ooh. I can't play it anymore. So every time I loaded it, it was like, uh, you don't own this game. And I'm like, what? So apparently that's gone. So I was like, well, what do I do now? And then I was like, oh, Outer Worlds is in Game Pass. So I guess I'll just pretend that it's the same game and pretend like it's continuation. Just make the same <laughs> character there. And then like, so I, I, Just keep doing it. Yeah, so I started getting into Outer Worlds, and then I thought, no, this is... This is a little better in some ways than Fallout 4. <laughs> and it really noticed yeah. the difference. There's a big difference. It made you think about what could Fallout 4 could have been. Yeah. Well, I think Fallout 4 was... So I think that there's a few major issues with Fallout 4. One, Fallout 4, like, obviously a big issue that a lot of people had with it was the dialogue being so oversimplified. Dialogue? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just really oversimplified. 
to the point where it's like the dialogue just like I don't know they had to do it really simple because they voice acted the, all the dialogue but I feel like Fallout's always been known for really interesting and sometimes witty sometimes just stupid dialogue you know that's just like I don't know but it's like it's good dialogue it's interesting to talk you know to actually have conversations with people but in Fallout 4 they really just dumbed it down uh, but Outer Worlds has kind of that same sort of like they just they just have a whole sentence. You choose what you want to say. It kind of ends up being a lot of reading sometimes, but there's a lot fun. of reading. That's the biggest difference yeah. I've saw at first. And I'm, I'm barely probably like five percent into it, but there's a lot of reading in Outer Worlds compared to Fallout Four. Where Fallout Four, you're just like. Um, but I remember you said that the first time too. You were like, "Oh, the writing is just better in Outer Worlds." And I was like, "Ah, who plays for the writing?" But after playing Outer Worlds for like you know an hour i was like wow the way better writing like yeah. all of the dialogue like it's interesting the, there's some there's always kind of like a like the quests have like pieces to it like a story and fallout 4 it's always just like a fetch quest they're like oh i lost this book go find it for me and you can yeah. say okay or yes and it's like those are your dialogue <laughs> options that's how fallout 4 feels and i started realizing yeah. wow fallout 4 it's Skyrim with guns, which is why I like it. But at the same time, it was like, yeah, it was. It, it got pretty boring. I honestly didn't even like playing it anymore. I just played it because it was on Game Pass. It was yeah. really boring. No, I was the same way. Because when I started playing with it, it I, I I started playing with that when I first got an Xbox too, and I was like an Xbox One too, and I was like, okay, this is kind of fun to play because, like you said, it's just it's just Skyrim with guns and you just yeah. kind of go around and you shoot stuff and you do the quests. But it, yeah, the, the, the quests are super boring. So boring. It got no really depth. boring after no not depth. very much time. Yeah. No depth. And then like, I think, uh, the, uh, the outer worlds though, like the gameplay is pretty good. Like the, uh, I don't know, the regular system, it's not Skyrim with guns, but, um, but no. it's decent. I feel like it's, a better comparison for Outer Worlds is almost more like, uh, it's like Borderlands if it was more like, if it had more RPG elements. A lot more RPG Because the elements. gunplay is kind of really similar to like Borderlands. Yeah. I noticed. I thought it was and interesting like the too. They did the, they, they have kind of the, the time dilation thing in Outer Worlds, which when I saw it, I was like, oh, they're trying to copy vats because that's the the fallout things but they don't want to copy it so they they make yeah. like they, they knock it off but then i felt like uh, th- this thing makes more sense as a mechanic though like vats yes really never translated at all in fallout. No. i feel like it really has always been just a, the worst part of fallout games is probably the, the three uh 3d ones has always just been vats yes like well i first think person i think that it's very like indicative of what of the way that the direction Bethesda is of war, I guess of what Bethesda has done with fallout where a lot of it is basically, they just kind of like take a bunch of, they don't really seem to actually fully understand fallout. Yeah. They just kind of take a bunch of pieces of fallout and they just kind of stick it into a game. A game. They just basically, they just, they basically just took a bunch of pieces of fallout and they were like, okay, here's some things. It's post-apocalyptic. It, you know, yeah. all like the fifties thing. And then they're like, oh, and that's, we'll just take this and we'll just put it into Elder Scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they did. And that's, that's basically what Bethesda's Fallout is. Yeah. 
But it's pretty clear they don't really understand why Vats was there in the first place. Vats was there, not one, I don't think it was called Vats in the original Fallout games. It was just a different way of targeting someone. Because basically you just had, you could shoot at someone or you could shoot at a, you could spend a little bit, a few more points and shoot at a specific part of their body to do things like, oh, break their legs so they can't move shoot their eyes so they can't see something like that, you know, and it's, it would be like, and it was a trade off where it's like you, you're less likely to hit them, but you can have a status effect applied to them. It's RPG or damage or something. Yeah. It's an it's RPG. Action mechanic, RPG like stuff. Said. Yeah, exactly. But like the reason that they had that was because it was isometric. You didn't actually aim at the person. <laughs> so it's like in that, it's just basically just a, Hey, Here's just an auto-targeting system. Here's just click this button, and then you just kind of shoot at them. And it's just, it was really just lazily implemented, and they just kind of left it there. I'll be walking. Because they didn't know what to do. I'll be walking around in Fallout 4, just tapping vats constantly, and then eventually it'll just beep, and I'll see like a death claw of like through a building. And they'll be like, oh, okay, (laughs) well, now I know. And I'll just keep tapping it. Like, it's just so stupid. You could just see whatever's on the map for no reason, even if you can't even possibly hit yeah it. it was just it's always been just a really lazy, Very lazy implementation of something that they just kind of saw in the old fallouts and, and, and it's really just slap in there it's really overpowered too because they try to just do the slapped in with the action points or say like, hey, use mats you can do it a couple times and then no more but you only need to use it a few times and then like yeah. the other one like pretty much you just get close to someone and then you just use vats and just shoot at their head and then that's that's fallout 4 basically if you want to win yeah that's all you have to do is just keep getting close yeah. to people and using that but in in our worlds i guess it did feel a little better i haven't played it very much so but so far the time dilation has been like it's not overpowered because you turn it on and it doesn't slow things down too much you still have to kind of use your weapon the way you would use your weapon. And then yeah. there's not like a, I could do this X amount of times. So you just get a period of time. You have to use it. You can't like that. You can yeah. turn it on and then you can just not do anything and then turn it off. And then you can just keep doing that constantly. Time dilation. You can only use it sometimes. It doesn't just tell you everyone in the area or at least I haven't. Yeah. You far. still have to, it be, yeah. I mean, it really is. It's literally just, Time slows down, and then you can get like some skills to make it so that the damp. Say like if you get a headshot in that time, it deals extra damage or whatever. Yeah, but that's all. That's all just upgrades. It's not the but, automatic. Just pick this thing and then do this. Sort of yeah, you just, yeah, it just slows down, and then it just give, basically. I mean, I feel like it more just gives you a chance to like if someone's charging you. Yeah, you, know, you can kind of slow it down, get a good shot on them, and it just. Because it doesn't, it has good gunplay. It does have good gunplay. Not as much of it cheating. It's not the best. It's not the best that you've ever seen. But it is good. But I think that also, too, I think a big thing with the Vats was in, like, old Fallout games, the gunplay was so terrible that it was basically, (laughs) you just had to use Vats because nothing else was useful. Oh, it's terrible. In Fallout 4, it's a lot better. But in, like, Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas, it was just so bad. You yeah. couldn't hit anything unless you were using vats, so it was kind of a, a bit yeah. of a crutch for them. They kind of use it as a crutch, so they didn't actually have to work on the the gunplay at all. The gunplay is usually on, bad. Or on improving Fallout. their engine, yeah. So. It's because of the Skyrim engine. It feels like in Fallout Four, like you can sword yeah. fight really good in Fallout Four, but you can't like you know shoot someone with a pistol very well. So you basically just yeah, like, it just doesn't work well. You just vats hit them a bunch of times, and then like 
run until you get vats again and then i don't know it was a good it was just a super cheesy way to do it i did like fallout 4 because it was a big world and there was stuff going on but after playing outer worlds i could definitely see outer worlds being um i don't know if it's better because i haven't played it as much but i could definitely see it getting to be better or at least equal if i played it the same amount of time uh because holy shoot like the 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 levels in fallout are really ugly the design is just atrocious there's so much just copying and pasting like these ugly dirty textures it's like i get that's the whole point of fallout but it doesn't look like even like anyone put that much effort into it not to like insult anyone but so much of it just looks like just the same knocked over garbage can well there really are a lot of it is they're just they're just kind of cranking out a new game they're just but at least like skyrim which is older i think like it still looks beautiful even if you don't like mod it up with nice shaders and stuff it looks beautiful it's just like everything just works really well and yeah i get that fallout's supposed to be like post-apocalyptic it should be ugly but the way that they make it look ugly it doesn't even look like like the way Skyrim looks real and stuff, the way that they do it in Fallout, it just looks really cheap and crappy. Well, and it kind of is like also too, I think that it's, yeah, I think it is cheap and crappy because if you think about it, you know, say when you go into like someone's house in Fallout, you just see trash on the floor, you open up their like dressers and there's just trash inside. And it's really weird because it's like, Okay, I understand maybe there's some trash laying around on the street and stuff because it's post-apocalyptic. Everyone's like, who the fuck cares? But I feel like most people would still kind of they try and clean up their living space a little yeah. bit. Why are they just leaving trash around? And, yeah. why, and why are they putting trash in their fucking dresser? It doesn't make sense. You know? <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> that reminds me. Even- it's like in the old fallouts, you'd go into some places and a lot of places would be trashy, but there'd be some places where they'd like clean it up. Yeah. Or, you know, when you would go inside someone's house, there wouldn't just be garbage laying around. You yeah. Know? It's like they would have, it was a living area. A lot know? of the, a lot of space on the map was also just like empty and you just travel through it. And then you'd come to like encounters and like wasteland or whatever. But like, even in the, the wasteland sort of in between different settlements and fallout, it just looks just fucking awful like they took Looks just terrible. skyrim skins and stuff or the textures from skyrim and they just made them all like gray and just terrible and it's not it is really not like blocky bulky repeating at. just an ugly game and then yeah. like outer worlds is like pretty it's got a lot of colors it's it seems smaller yeah. i would definitely say it that is. like it's it, much smaller. It feels like a double A title. It doesn't feel like a triple A title. Yeah. I would say that. And there's no like third person cam, which is just a weird feature not to have. And then like a little bit. I would not that agree. It's, it's not a big deal. It's just weird that it wasn't there. And I noticed that pretty quickly. Well, yeah. Well, because especially you do like the character creation, but then it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You really get to see a character anyway. You never see the character. The character doesn't talk. But the writing is good, but at the same time, it's like I could be fucking Legend of Zelda in here and it wouldn't matter. Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, th- that's how it is. Like, it feels like a double A title. Like, there's just so much that's yeah. not there that you're like, oh, like Fallout 4 could have been this good with really good quests, really interesting characters, a lot of like little story points and a lot of um, sort of better fighting mechanics in a lot of ways. But then, like, just the scope of the game i feel like it, it doesn't give you a lot it gives you because i've only played it a little bit 
but so far I felt like it just feels like there's not too much going on. Um, like there's like a there's a couple of weapons, a couple of mods for your weapons and stuff, and it really doesn't feel like a really like the sort of scale of. Um, I do think that later on in the game it does open up later. a little more because I'm assuming you're still in the in the first area. Definitely, yeah. you haven't like left the planet. Yeah, so you kind of you travel around to some other planets and stuff, and it isn't it never like opens up huge or anything. It never opens up to some massive, you know, vast expanse. And there's yeah. and even when you're traveling around planet to planet, you pretty much follow a set path because yeah. there's not really much point in going back and forth to things. Um, but there is like there's a lot more weapons and stuff. Um, some of the areas feel a little bit empty. Like I remember there was this one where you go to some moon and you got to do something, and it's just feel it does feel really it empty. Feels a little bit empty. But I'd sometimes. say the I'd say the biggest thing that was kind of annoying was that like so when you so the skill upgrades were cool. I like the way that they did that. In that I like world, that. Yeah. Where it's and it's kind of cool because it's like you know the you, RPG you, mechanics you are way better. They're really good. The RPG mechanics are really good, but like they have like a perk system that was kind of boring in Outer Worlds because it doesn't really change that much. It's just quality of life stuff. So mostly the perks are just like, oh, you know, you can carry a little bit more, or hey, you know, you can. Yeah, you're followers do 25 percent more damage it's very linear hey you do 50 percent more damage if you're alone but it's like the modifiers aren't that big of a deal and they're never going to change the way you play basically it just like i said it's just quality of life improvements which are which is nice to have but at the same time i think you know it, it doesn't really lead to like super interesting brand new gameplay from these perks they're it's just like very, they're just they're just boring compare of. that to like if you're playing skyrim and then you do the dragon stuff, and then you can use like uh, they they call it like dragon shouts or whatever. So if yeah, play, the, the dragon words. Eventually, you get the dragon. Yeah, the dragon slang, and then but it's <laughs> instead of it just being like oh you they can give you the dragon the dragon word pass. Instead of it being like oh and now you can um, you know run faster, it'd be like oh now you can like dash like really fast for a short spurt or something like you can like like warp yeah. kind of like stuff like that that's like it's just cool it breaks the game mechanics in a way but it's really fun kind of a thing but it, make, it kind of gives you a new play way to play instead their too. perks in outer worlds are just like just stacked on top of the mechanics it doesn't give you like cutting over what you could do in something yeah. that's interesting like there um, was nothing that there was not there was never like when i was playing the game and i was looking at the perk tree there was never a point where I looked at it and I was like, wow, I really want to try that perk. I was just kind of like, I, I guess I'll get that perk, okay. You know, this is just very, like, ambivalent about all the perks. Yeah. Which, I mean, I do feel like that does kind of reinforce the, like, RPG-ness of it because everything is very, like, it's just progression. It's all just kind of progressing along with each other. Your skills, you build up your skills slowly. You know, you build up your perks slowly and they just have small little stat bonuses. So I can understand, kind of, but I, w- I would say I think they could have been more exciting. So my 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 last uh, if I had to rate them, I'd, I'd probably say Fallout Four uh, is okay. Outer Worlds so far, I like them about the same. I wouldn't say Outer Worlds is better yet, just because I haven't played it very much. But I could definitely see if it has a lot more like content, pretty much. Then I would say it's better. But so far, I've been yeah. like, 
so far I've thought the game itself is just a better game. I'm just not sure with like it does seem a little bit low budget sometimes, and I'm like I don't know. Yeah, like well, and it was a little bit. It was kind of low budget, and because it got, it actually so it got published by Microsoft, but the uh, the studio that made it basically made it. Um, I don't actually even know where they got their funding from, but they kind of made it on their own for most of the game, yeah. and then right at the end, Microsoft bought it. Yeah. So it was like they didn't have a lot of so they really didn't have a great a huge budget. It's like for most of the game, but it's like you're in one of these little like I don't know, what what's that show with that guy who's like he's in a TV show but he doesn't know it? It's the like Truman show. It's the yeah, you told me about that when you're a kid, man. Uh, I remember you telling me about the plot of the Truman show once. And you told me like start to finish the entire show and I was like, Wow, there's a movie out there like that? That's amazing. <laughs> and then I watched it once and I was like, I think I saw this before because I was like way older then. And then I realized, oh, this is the show that Daniel told me about when I was a kid. I didn't see it for like ten years after that, but when I saw it, I was like, This is this must be it. It's it's and it was better when you described it. It wasn't actually as good as but honestly like it's like the truman show that's what outer worlds is like for me where it's like this is an interesting concept but i can kind of see the studio lights over there i can kind of tell that there's a there's a border over here um yeah you're not it's very clearly like a game yes it is it's like mass effect it feels like almost yeah i feel very mass effecty a very a well-made game you have a bunch of parties and they definitely yeah and they definitely focus more on like kind of like quality over quantity so there's not Gameplay, a ton of locations writing. there's yeah. not a huge map but they focused on kind of like packing each thing full of like both enemies to fight that are interesting but also like quests that are a little bit unique all right which one is better i would say outer worlds okay. i liked outer worlds better i had more fun when i played it sure all right yeah all right, well, you heard it here, folks. Uh, Outer Worlds and Warzone. I think that's Outer Worlds and called. Warzone. Those are the good ones. Yes. I'm in the mood to play Warzone now, but um, I'm so bad at it. <laughs> I'm going to get really good at Warzone. It's it's new enough. We'll I can get try. good. I make it very we'll get good. good at it. Yes. It's my new project. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to take us out? Yeah, so that's all, folks. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is, huh? <laughs> that's all. <laughs> <laughs>